live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Ramblin' Radio episode number 46, I think. I never know. I always have to, like, double-check my phone just in case. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday. Fresh start to the week. We did not post an episode last week, even though I said I was going to post every single week. I didn't post last week. That was the, my very first week that I skipped. How how dare me? How dare myself to do that? There's a good reason for that. To be fully transparent, was non-inspired. I, I had zero inspiration. I had nothing to give. I was just, I felt like dead inside. And I knew that was going to come out in the episode. I, I've tried to force episodes before. Some of them have sounded fine. And some of them I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to upload that. Just because I felt like, you know, it's just not fair. I'd, ra- I'd rather, I'd rather wait and post something of quality than just trying to push out content even when I, when I don't feel like it. And last week I tried to push it out, try to get it out. And every time I started recording, I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not feeling it. So anyway, we can get more into it, but I tell you that just so it gives you permission that you don't have to force content. You don't have to force things. And I'm, I'm always a proponent of quality over quantity. Quantity is important for sure, but it, it always stems from quality first. So if you don't have the quality aspect, then don't even bother with the quantity aspect. So yeah, so I've been, I've been losing my mind. I, I think last week was just that turning point where people were like, yeah, we got this. We, we're under this. We can do this. And then it just slowly started going downhill. And I think it's because of a lot of the media and the press saying or extending our stay-at-home orders and our quarantine and, you know, them giving out or or not giving out, but them talking about how they're not going to have any live events potentially or big live events potentially until we have a vaccine. And for those of you that know, it takes 18 months to come out with a vaccine. So that's another 18 months before we even have like a concert or anything like that. And and just, you know, when, when we started getting news of those things, I, I think that really put a damper on everybody's mood. So just just looking at social media right now, it's just it just seems like everyone is just kind of feeling like a big piece of blah. And that's kind of how I was feeling last week. That's why I didn't put out an episode. And and now I'm. I'm I'm starting to feel a lot better. You know, I took a, I took some time from social media. I, I distanced myself from social media, which I recommend everybody doing once in a while, maybe a couple, a few times a year at least, you know, a week, two weeks, week and a half, whatever, a few days, at least a long weekend of just distancing yourself. And then I also distanced myself from my business, which I don't think I've done in over... I don't think I've done it over like eight months, almost a year where I just stopped thinking about business. I stopped thinking about progressing. I just was kind of just still, I was really present and just reflecting on my goals. And if this is where, if this is the path that I want to take. So I always recommend coming out with a plan for the year. And we've talked about this in previous episodes where we plan out our entire year, uh, at least a month or a couple weeks before the year starts, just to give you a, a target to hit so you don't feel overwhelmed when the new year starts and you're like, oh my God, like I have to get my shit together, right? So you always, I always like starting at least 
a month before or a couple of weeks before. But then you also, throughout the year, you also want to reflect on those goals as well. You also want to come back to them and be like, hmm, am I on the right path for those goals? Am I being the person that I need to be in order to accomplish those goals, right? And these things evolve. So every time you check, you might not feel the same way about those goals anymore. And that's totally okay. So that's what I did. I reflected on my goals. I thought about where, where, where do I really want to head here? How do, I, how do I feel right now? Am I being the person that I want to be? Things like that. And that was basically my focus for the past week, week and a half. And because of it, I can feel the inspiration swarming over me like a wave. I almost feel like I did when I started my Rambling Road YouTube series, making those videos like in that experimentation kind of way where it's just like fun and you experiment, you try new things and it's exciting and you don't know how people are going to react. That's how I'm starting to feel again. And I haven't felt that way in a very long time. So just by taking that week, week and a half off, I feel rejuvenated. So I know you know this. I know this has been talked about time and time again, but I just want to remind you and reassure you that taking a step back is essential in order to take two steps forward. It's key. It's like, think of it like a slingshot, right? You sling it back, 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 you let go and boom, catapults you, right? So anyways, with that with that being said, that's that's why we skipped last week. Before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, I have to give a huge shout out to my five-star reviews. As always, you guys are amazing. We got an awesome review by Jeffy Umi. I hope I I hope I got that right, Jeffy Umi. He said the the podcast has served as a source of truthful information that's invaluable to any freelance creative or artist looking to grow their business. Motivation is definitely the biggest impact this podcast has had in my life. It puts you into the if they can do it, I can too mentality. That's awesome. I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you for the five star review. Then we have another review by Sam Pack, my man Sam, leaving another review. I think this is like his second or third review. He said, Zach has helped me throughout my journey as a creator. He's just a real dude that provides value. He makes content that is practical and makes sense to everyone. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. And we got one more by ETO. ETO. I've been coming back to him over the last few months, and I'm definitely impressed. His episodes are engaging and concise. Looking forward to hearing more in the future. All right, that's enough of five-star reviews. Thank you, ETO. You are the man. I appreciate you guys. The reason why we do that is because we have new listeners to this podcast on a weekly basis, and I want to let them know what they're getting themselves into, and it's a good place to be. A lot of a lot of good stuff happening here, and and the reason why that is is because of you guys. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys engaging. If you want, we also have two major giveaways. Two major giveaways. First giveaway is my productivity journal. So over the years, I have gone back and forth on what it really takes for me to have a super productive week where I feel good about myself. And I actually moved the needle, actually made progress without just doing a bunch of busy work. So if you feel overwhelmed in your day-to-day life, whether it's your job or your creative business, or you feel like you're being pulled in all these different directions and you don't know where to get started first, I highly recommend picking up my productivity journal and I decided to release it absolutely free. And all you have to do is leave a five-star review on my podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a written five-star review, Before you hit submit, 
take a screenshot and then send it to our email at hello at zachkravitz.com. Now, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, all you got to do is take that review, whatever you would have written as a review on Apple Podcasts, and just send it as an email to hello at zachkravitz.com and we'll send you the productivity journal anyway. So don't worry about it. So that's all you have to do if you want to pick up that productivity journal. It's amazing. We've gotten so much incredible feedback on, on how it's helping people. So highly recommend that. And then also as an added bonus, if you leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, we're picking one winner at the end of the year to win a pair of Apple AirPods Pro. So that's all you got to do is just leave a five-star written review. You'll you'll get the productivity journal, and then you'll also have a chance to win a pair of Apple AirPods Pro. Okay, sweet. All right, now let's get into the nitty-gritty. So just to give a little update since we, we missed last week, major announcement, Wix and I got a little husky puppy. Now, as of today, she's a little over nine weeks, but when we got her, she was seven weeks. Guys, getting a little seven-week husky puppy, getting any puppy for that matter, is going to flip your life upside down. Now, I knew this going into it, but you never know unless you actually experience it, especially as a first-timer. I've never gone through the puppy stage before. I've had a dog, but I've never gone through the puppy stage. And I didn't even have a dog for that long. It's kind of a sad story. My my parents, we I, we got a dog when, when I was really young. I was like seven or eight years old. It was very attached, and we only had the dog for the year. Ended up deciding we couldn't we couldn't handle it. I was too young to take care of it. My parents they were too busy. It was just a, it was just a bad decision. So we had to re rehome her to, I think a family friend or, or a good neighbor of ours. And I just remember coming home from school and the dog being gone. And I, I just cried myself to sleep for like two weeks. But anyways, <laughs> enough of, enough of that emotional mess. I've been wanting a dog for the longest time for about 20, 19, 20 years. Right. And we finally made that happen. I'm actually coming out with a uh, YouTube episode on what it's like to own a husky puppy, a realistic version instead of just how cute she or he is. Our lives are so drastically different and it was over. It was extremely overwhelming. Not only was I distancing myself from my business, so it was it was really perfect timing because even if I wanted to work on my business, I I, I couldn't. It, it was it, it is a full time job. I'm literally working two full time jobs now, and I'm so used to working a certain amount of time and then having me time or hanging out with Wix, working for a certain amount of time, having me time or, or hanging out with Wix or friends or whatever. Now it's like when her name's Nyla. So when Nyla's up, all work stops and it's full attention on her. As soon as she falls asleep, I have to rush to my computer and get shit done. Then she'll wake up two hours later and then it's full attention on her and it's just back and forth. And while that's happening uh, during the day, it's also happening during the night. <laughs> so obviously I'm not working at night, but I'm sleeping. So every two hours, every three hours, she'd be up whether she went to the bathroom and, and what's, what's great about dogs and in particular huskies is they're very, very clean, very clean animals. And so 
if they poo or pee and they're near it and that's where their like sleeping quarters are, uh, they're going to have a big problem with that. So she, she'll whine and, and, you know, bark and, well, she doesn't, she doesn't bark. She howls. So she'll howl and whine. And it's, it's really, it's literally having a child. It, It really is. I don't know what having a child is like, but I assume it's pretty damn close. Yeah. So just absolutely insanity. And Wix and I were, I mean, it's just, you go back and forth. It's such an emotional, draining experience. And even like if, if she's like being mouthy and bitey, which is what puppies do, you're, it get, it can get so bad at some point, especially a little husky puppy that you're like questioning even getting the dog. So we're now we're like questioning our decision. Like, do we make the right decision are we are we even capable of handling this kind of dog just all the all this self-doubt coming in so that's probably another reason why i've distanced myself a little bit from social media because i'm just getting my freaking life back in order and now wix and i finally as of about four days ago we finally started to feel like okay we got this we were coming we came up with a system I've completely reorganized my life using a uh, a program called Notion, which I'll get into. I'm going to make a YouTube video about it as well. But I've completely transferred my business and my personal life into this one platform called Notion, which has been fantastic. So all that stuff, I switched it all over. I've uh, created a system, a new schedule for myself, and I'm finally feeling in control. Then one night we wake up to Nyla howling and whining again. And we thought, oh, she pooped or whatever. Like, we'll clean it up and then go back to bed. And uh, we we w- walk in there and there's no poop, no nothing. She's just whining and stuff. And we notice every, literally every 10 seconds, she would squat to pee. And then 10 seconds, squat to pee. 10 seconds, squat to pee. And she kept just trying to pee, pee, pee. And sometimes, like, it wouldn't even come out like nothing would come out just like a few little dribbles and we're like what the hell is going on and wix is like i think she has a uti and i'm like what a uti as a as a nine or she was eight and a half weeks at this time so and as an eight and a half week puppy a a uti and i'm a guy i don't don't know what really uti is and wix has had utis in the past and they've been extremely painful for her and and so she's like freaking out because she knows how painful that can be and so we're like oh shit like is nyla in in tons of pain and we we just weren't sure she just kept uh, she just kept walking around and peeing and then we let her out of her playpen and then she has puppy pads and we're, I hate puppy pads, but we're using them because she isn't fully vaccinated and we live in a neighborhood with like so many dogs. So we can't take her outside, which is just eating away at me. Um, and so we're using puppy pads. She's very good at puppy. I, I don't know wh- why she's so good, but even at, at as young as seven weeks, she would literally only go on her puppy pads. Very, very good. I'm very blessed, but we, we let her out of her playpen and she started going all over the house, which she rarely does. Every few steps, boom, try to pee. And just a few dribbles would come out because she already, she's peeing all the time. And so we're like, oh my God, is this like an emergency? We're just freaking out. And um, and so we finally, we, we saw the vet and we're, we're getting it taken taken care of. But that was just another turn. 
where we had control, we felt good, and then boom, we get hit with that, and then it's like we're back at square one again. So just a lot of that has been going on. I'm completely exhausted. I'm very sleep deprived. My schedule, my sleeping schedule is all fucked up, and uh, and uh, it's been great. I mean, it's you know, it's it's taking up all of my time and my focus, which is literally making this quarantine go by very quickly. Like our days go by so fast. It's unbelievable. So anyways, I just wanted to catch you up on what, what was going on. And if anyone is looking to get a puppy, because puppies are flying off the shelves right now during this time, during this period of time, adoption centers, their dogs are flying off the shelf. It was, it was just phenomenal. It's fantastic. But just, you know, if you're going to get a puppy, just get ready, get ready for a, a big, a big life change if you have not done that already. So anyways, Let's let's get into let's get into stuff that is actually going to help you and your creative business, right? Let's talk about it. So, I, w- I wanted to talk about a couple of things with this episode. I wanted to talk about the feeling of always doing. You know, I made a post on Instagram, a, a poll, and I asked you guys, listeners, I asked, "Do you feel this pressure like you're never doing enough?" Right. And I've I got an overwhelming response. I, I kind of knew that it would be people would say yes, like most people would say yes, but I didn't imagine how many people, especially when it comes to engaging on Instagram, not many people engage in the polls compared to other things on, on Instagram. And so I thought, yeah, you know, a bunch of people were gonna vote. We, we had hundreds of people voting. Yes, I never feel like I'm doing enough. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to, we have to talk about this because I never feel like I'm doing enough. So what does that mean? Well, it kind of stems back to the hustle culture, right? And the hustle culture is this made belief thing where you have to hustle and you have to grind and you have to work hours and hours and hours every single day in order to be successful. And there's some truth to that, especially when you get started 100%. But the goal is to not always work 12 hours a day, unless that's just something that you love to do. You have to have some sort of some sort of balance or some sort of switch where you spend time with family, you spend time with loved ones, and then you get back to work. There has to be some sort of give because when you're giving 12 hours, you can't give to anybody else, right? You, you have to have some sort of switch. It's not work, work-life balance because I truly believe there's, there's really no such thing as work-life balance. There's, there's only a switch, you either focus on your business or you focus on something else. And there's really no, there's no in-between. There's work-life integration where, for example, Wix and I, when we go and travel, we can get work done at like a cool coffee shop or something like that. So we're getting work done, but then we're also enjoying the new environment that we're in and the sites. And then maybe in the afternoon, we'll go and, and explore and do fun things. So so there's work-life integration in that sense. But for the most part, there's no work-life balance. It's either you're working on your business or you're present in the present moment with your family. And if you're not in the present moment, you're thinking about business, well then your family is getting the short end of the stick, right? And then there's a percentage of of how much you work on your business compared to your family, your friends, your loved ones, et cetera. 
And that is coming from the book, The One Thing. And that's that's my whole motto and theme for the way I run things personally. So if you want to check that book out, highly recommend it, The One Thing. It's very, very good. But getting back to where what I was talking about, you know, this pressure of, of never doing enough comes from seeing people work really hard and seeing their outcomes. And it's all online, right? It all stems from social media. Because imagine if you didn't know what anyone was doing or what they were working on. If you weren't able to see what they were doing, let's say social media didn't even exist. Do you really think that you would be hustling and grinding right now and 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 thinking that you're not doing enough if you didn't know anybody that was doing what you were trying to do or something similar probably not we are all being conditioned by the internet by media by movies by tv by by all these different channels and programs we are being conditioned by them to always do and do and do and do more and do more and think bigger and think bigger. And that's important to do. Doing, taking action, thinking big, those things are important. But there needs to come a point where you reflect and you're like, wow, like I have done so much. I am so blessed with the progress that I've made. And there needs to be time where you don't do anything and you chill because no one, no one can go 100 miles an hour and not run out of gas. You have to stop and fill up your tank. And I don't care who you are. And so all this is stemming from social media and seeing what other people are doing. For example, let's say John. John is a made-up character. Let's say John is, is someone in your position or similar to your position. He's a friend of yours or something like that. And he's not really posting much. And he's not really doing much either. At least that's what it seems like on social media. Okay. He's kind of in like a low season, right? But then your other friend, Lauren, who's also doing stuff similar to you and trying to accomplish similar goals, she's kicking ass and she's posting and crushing and, and promoting and, and working on this and doing that. And, and she's just, she's destroying the game, right? Then let's say a month later or a few weeks later, Lauren slows down. She's, she dies down and, and she isn't doing as much anymore. But now John is kicking ass. John is, is doing what Lauren was doing times 10. She, he's posting, promoting, creating, doing all these things, posting a ton on social. And, and he is just, he's, he's moving the needle and, and going nuts and, and crushing his goals, right? So the, the reason why I mention that is because there will always be people that are crushing, right? Absolutely crushing the game. And you will see them on social. But then there will always be others that are laying low and having a low season. But what we tend to pick up on are the people that are in the highs. That is what we compare ourselves to is the people that are absolutely crushing. And then that is where that feeling of, oh, shoot, like, John is doing stuff like I got to do, I, I got to be doing or, or Lauren is crushing. Like if she did that, if she did all this, like, you know, shoot, like I, I got to do that too. And so 
by just looking at these people and seeing how hard they're working, it's like it's 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 just an endless cycle. Lauren and John, they start crushing, and because they're crushing, you're crushing, and then when they're not crushing, they see you crushing, and then they want to crush, and it just becomes this loop where everyone is just kind of you know amping each other up and like always doing, always working because that is what we pick up on the most. The reason why this is really happening is because a lot of people have this underlying fear that if they were to become successful, oh, the only way they would feel like they deserve it is by doing a lot, is always doing, because that is what we believe from looking at other people on the internet, on you know the media, movies, films, things like that, is like you have to hustle and work your ass off in order to be successful. And if you were to become successful without hustling your ass off, or at least what your standards are, then we feel unworthy of the success and we will self-sabotage ourselves to, to get it. So hopefully that makes sense. It all stems from this underlying fear of feeling worthy of the success. And in order to feel worthy, we put all of these plans in place, these to-do lists of always doing. And these are things, most of these things, and I talk about this in my Creator's Blueprint program, most of the things on your to-do list are not really moving the needle whatsoever in your business. They're not. They're all, they're all a bunch of fillers. Even though you think they're super important, they're really not as important as you think. And it's, it's the other stuff that you are, you are distracting yourself from that you really need to be doing, that you're not doing. All the other stuff are just, I like to call them fillers. At the end of the day, they really don't matter. So with all of this being said, the answer to all of this is stay in your own lane and truly listen to what you need. And it's a lot easier said than done. Okay. Whenever I am just in my own business, I'm not looking at anybody else. I'll prom- I'll support people. I'll post comments, things like that. You know, I'll connect with people. But as soon as I do that, boom, I'm off and I'm I'm in my own my own head, my own business, my own thoughts. That is where you're going to make the most progress. That's where you're going to be the most creative, and that's where you're going to differentiate yourself from everybody else when you are doing the opposite by being in people's business, by by getting programmed or conditioned by what other people are telling you to do. Like, oh, shoot, like I got to do this because Gary Vee is telling me to like I got to hustle because Gary's hustling, right? Gary Vee is great. And I talk about how great he is. But there's a certain time for Gary. There's another time to not look at Gary. For example, right before bed, you should probably not listen or watch Gary Vee right before bed because it's going to make you want to get out of bed because you feel like you're not doing enough, (laughs) right? (laughs) Hopefully you could agree with that. So it's it's good to get inspired. It's good to get motivated. It's good to get inspiration from these things, but it has to be at a specific time. It has to it has to have a purpose to it. You have to go into looking at that content with purpose instead of just looking at it mindlessly because that's when you start getting conditioned. When you go into it with intention and purpose, you know, okay, this is what I want to get out of this content from whether it's Gary or from whomever. If you do it with intention and purpose, you're going to get what you need without getting all the other stuff. 
I don't even think you realize this is happening. And there's actually a documentary that's going viral right now called Out of Shadows, I believe. Out of Shadows. It doesn't have anything to do with the exact topic that we're talking about, but it has to do with the government conditioning us through Hollywood films and movie. It's a very interesting uh, documentary and it's, it's, everyone is talking about it right now. It's called Out of Shadows on YouTube, Out of Shadows Official. You can check it out. It's it's pretty interesting. But the reason why I bring it up is because of that conditioning. We're all getting conditioned and they're in the in the documentary they're talking about the government having a, some sort of initiative or some sort of purpose for conditioning us or controlling the population in some sort of way. I'm talking about it just in terms of of you getting conditioned by other people doing and, and working hard. And that's, that's the only way, right? So stay in your own lane and truly listen to what you need. Now, during this time, this quarantine time, there, there are two sides of the argument of, of what you should be doing right now. There's two things people are telling you right now. Number one, that is to hustle your face off and go all in. Use this time to work on your personal brand, build relationships, build that side hustle, do this, do that, start that new habit or whatever. Basically, just go nuts right now. Go all in and and work hard, right? And then the other side of the argument is to use this time to finally rest. Use this time for stillness. Use this time for your personal health, your personal development, mindset growth, reading, all these things, right? That Those are the two sides of the spectrum that you're being told by influencers, by people that you look up to, everybody, including myself, right? And I say use both. Don't go one or the other. Use both. But more importantly, listen to what you personally need. Take a step back and and this is just from my personal experience. Like I'm I took a step back. I distanced myself. If you DM'd me, I probably didn't answer your DM. I am just so far removed from everything right now and to really be in the moment, really be present. And now I can feel that wave of inspiration. And now I'm starting to get the wheels spinning and I feel the momentum moving. And I feel like I'm ready to take it on. And now it's time to go all in on those other things, business, YouTube, another product that I want to start, whatever it is, right? So I say use both, but more importantly, listen to what you need. If, If you need to go hard right now, you feel good, okay, do that. If you are feeling some sort of resistance or whatever, okay, stop. Ask yourself, what is that? What's going on? Journal, listen to your thoughts and come up with a solution. Think about what what are some of the things that you're feeling right now? Why are you feeling low? Why are you feeling like crap? Talk it out with yourself. Write it down. Write down those things that spark fulfillment and joy and, and excitement and all those things. What, what are the things that you really enjoy, right? So like what I said earlier, don't be afraid of that stillness because when you take that step back, there's that tension. You feel that tension, right? That's that slingshot or think of it as 
some sort of resistance where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is hard, right? Taking a step back can be really hard. But just know that when you let go and it's time to fly, you're going to make so much faster progress in doing so because you filled that gas tank. You filled that creative energy that, that was so empty. And you need that. You need to gain that energy back. So think of it as as that slingshot. And I know you probably you probably know this already, but it needs to be talked about more. So this pressure of feeling like we've we're never doing enough is really stemming from this conditioning by the internet of seeing other people crush and thinking like, wow, like they're always doing, I need to be doing that in order to be successful. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that instead of looking at what you actually need to be doing, what you need to do because you're so different from everybody else. You work differently. You are in a different chapter than they are. You're just you're just different and and different is good and and with different you have to find out what works for you. And you have to find your outliers. We talked about this too. You have to find the people that are similar to you not even similar, but things that that you really like. For example, there are people out there with multi, multi-million dollar businesses that work 10 hours a week, that work 15 hours a week, not even. There are people with multi, multi-million dollar businesses that work 60 hours a week. And there's no right or wrong. It's literally just what is it that you want, right? And so for me, I always make the argument of, Whenever you're starting a creative business, whenever you are either starting out or even in the in the middle of things, like your job is to work as fast as possible to the point where you're working the least amount of hours. Because when you can really work the least amount of hours, you've given yourself the freedom to set up your life however you want. If you want to work those few hours, you can. If you want to work those 60 hours, you can. But the goal is to work the least amount of hours because at that point, you know, okay, I have the freedom because you have the people behind you. You have your team. You have your employees. You have the systems, the processes in place where, you know, everyone is on the same page and doing things for you. Or if you don't want to, you can do them yourself, but you have the freedom for whatever that looks like. And that is that should be your goal is to work as fast as possible to work the least amount of hours as possible. How fast and efficient can you get to that point? Because then that is that's truly freedom. But anyways, you know, look, look for your outliers, because if they can do it, you can do it. And it's really as simple as that. So stillness or go all in. There's no right answer, but I think you should do both in this situation. Now, when you are ready, just to give you a couple things before I end this podcast, when you are ready to go all in and and start making serious moves as a creative business owner, filmmaker, photographer, designer, whoever you are, there's two things that I would be doing. Number one is relationship building. Relationship building right now is massive. It's, it's essential because everyone is home and they're not doing nearly as much as they were before. They have the time, all right? So you can reach out to people that maybe you might not have gotten a hold of before because they're always traveling or doing this, doing that or whatever, right? They're always busy, but now they're not as busy. 
And so it's a great time to start connecting with high-level people or just people that you've always wanted to connect with. When it's time for all of this to blow over and we start living lives like we used to live them, it's going to be different, especially the first handful of months. It's going to be very different. But really, when we start getting back to more of a normal lifestyle, having those relationships are huge. They're everything. Because as you know, your network is your net worth. And I, I fully believe in that. So by building these relationships, you're going to, and, and this could be your previous clients. If you have previous clients, you should just continue to reach out to them, continue to ask them how their business is doing, what you can do to help, you know, just reaching out and letting them know that you care and just continuing to do that. You're going to be their first phone call when all of this is blown over and, and they start wanting to put marketing dollars into their brand again. And you're the first phone call because you care about what their business is doing and they like you, right? Or if you are just reaching out to people and asking how things are going, if you have a podcast and things like that, like you're going to be able to connect with them and get them on your podcast or be on other people's podcasts. There, there's so many good things when it comes to relationship building, and this is a massive opportunity to build all kinds of relationships. Okay, So that's number one. Number two is your personal brand. Not many creatives are working hard enough on their personal brand. And that's YouTube, Instagram, podcasting. If you are someone that is just getting started on the personal brand or haven't really taken it fully seriously, pick one platform, just one, and go all in on that platform. That should be your main focus. And then just repurpose some content from that one platform to the other platforms. And that's it. And I'll just go as hard as you possibly can on that one platform. Or if you already have that platform or feel good about your content, develop that digital product. Develop that digital product that you've always wanted to create, whether it's LUTs, presets, a course, a ebook or something, an After Effects template. I don't know. I'm, I'm coming up short. But any kind of digital product that you've had some sort of thought on creating. Because let me tell you, this is a huge wake-up call for creatives, all right? Because... Not having multiple streams of revenue is probably why you feel as stressed out as you feel right now because you relied on clients. Not that that's a bad thing, but in, in cases like this, and this is not the last time this is going to happen. This might be the last time that something as crazy as this might happen in our lifetimes, but this isn't, this isn't the last recession. This isn't the last time that things are tough in our lifetime, right? And you're much better off having diversity with your revenue streams, okay? I am super blessed right now because a couple of years ago, I decided that I didn't want to rely on just clients anymore. I wasn't trying to come at it from a business standpoint of, oh, you should have multiple revenue streams and you should do diversify your income and all these things. Like I wasn't thinking about that. I was literally just thinking like, man, I want more freedom. I want to have the freedom to, okay, slow down on clients when I want to, or speed up on clients when I want to, or do this or do that. I, I, I wanted freedom. And that was really, it, it just came from journaling and talking about the things that I want. And you can call that selfish. I, I call that selfish, but I think a little bit of selfishness is huge when it comes to business. Because why do you start a business in the first place? 
you know, the, most people, when they first get started in business, it comes from some sort of selfish reason. And then it turns into making an impact and, and figuring out what your solution is going to be to solve other people's problems. That's usually how it works. Sometimes I guess people just, they want to solve a problem. And they're passionate about solving a problem, but most people start because they want more freedom in their life that it comes from that selfish, selfish want. And so that's where I came from. And, and man, am I, I think about this all the time, especially when this happened, I'm like, holy shit, I am so goddamn blessed to be in the position that I'm in today. And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. If you're not in that position right now, I'm saying that to pump you the fuck up, to motivate you, to show you that this is really important to not just rely on one source of income, but to create multiple things, have that personal brand, have that professional brand, have that digital product, have your clients if you want to work with clients, have some sort of an affiliate with Amazon and, and selling products and things like that, or selling products for another person that you respect. You know, you should be doing a lot of different things, not all at the same time time, which most people make the mistake of, is trying to do all these things at once, but pick one, crush it, complete it, make it something that is sustainable, and then move on to the next one. And so use this time when you're really ready to go full speed ahead. Use this time. Pick one thing and go all in on it. That is what I recommend. And like if you're not working with clients right now and you know you're okay revenue wise and you're not gonna go homeless or something like that, continue building those relationships and that doesn't take that long. Send send your email, send your messages, things like that. But then use the rest of your day and focus in on that one thing, that one digital product or your YouTube channel or or whatever it is. Okay. And that's where the creator's blueprint was born right? That is my digital products, my online course, not just a course, but an online coaching program. It's coaching, it's modules, video modules, it's worksheets, it's courses, it's it's guest experts from all over the world. And it's such an amazing program that is taking a long time to develop. And it all stemmed from wanting more freedom. And now it's so much more than that. But I, I, hope, I hope you listen to this and start thinking about potentially doing something similar. It doesn't have to be a coaching program. You don't have to be a coach, but some sort of digital product that is going to solve a problem for your audience. And that's when you're really going to start making some some money. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be in the position that I'm in today. And I know you can do that too, because you know I did it. I had the right people in my corner I invested in myself and I made it happen because I really, really fucking wanted it. Now I'm here and I hope that you listen to this and, and think about it. Think about what what things do you want to create? What problems do you want to solve? So with that being said, I think I think that's a good place to end it. If you have any questions on that, anything that I talked about, you're like, yeah, I want you to dive a little bit deeper into that. Shoot me a DM at Zach Kravitz. Um, I'm starting to answer my DMs again. And I will respond to you no matter what, even if it takes a few days, but I always respond to my DMs. So shoot me a DM if you want to talk about this more, discuss it. And uh, I hope you have an amazing week. Rest if you need to. Go all in if you need to, but listen to yourself. Stay in your own lane. Put those blinders on, those metaphorical blinders 
and stop looking what other people are doing. Just look at what you need to do and what feels good to you. So I hope this impacted you. Let me know. Shoot me DM at Zach Kravitz and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.